that's land from the ones who make us beautiful. They help us regain our wonderful. Giving us good dogs, don't make us say to you. Welcome to the good life, yeah, this is the powerful. Sit down, relax, and take notes. What you eat today will be your push-ups. A wake-up call to all your dead dreams. Listen up now and say bye to your evil day. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Beauty Care Pod. Today, we still have your favorite hosts, Tolu and Paula. <laughs> and with us today is Christina Fernandez, Hi, celebrity makeup artist, Hi. and she also runs a makeup training school. And we are so, so excited to have her. Yes, I'm happy she's here. I'm happy we have a makeup artist in the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great stuff. So, um, Christina, please introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi, my name is Christina uh, Fernandez. I am the owner of All in One Beauty and Training Studio um, in New York, in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and I am—I've been a makeup artist for about twenty years now. Wow! Wow! Awesome. Um, so, uh, we want to have some insights into what it was like growing up. Um, what kind of community were you brought up in? Yeah. What kind of activities did you remember doing as a kid? Well, as a child, um, so I had pretty rough childhood. My mom passed away when I was two months old. Wow. Um, so I was raised by my grandmother and my aunt. And then when my dad remarried, I went with him and his new wife. Um so growing up, I always had a passion in makeup. I always would sneak makeup to school. <laughs> um, so I always had, I always had, as I grew up, I think I wore it more and more. Mm. I remember um, watching the young girls, even as early as fifth grade, sixth grade, putting on their makeup in the morning in the bathroom. Um, so I remember taking some of my stepmom's makeup and trying to put it on as well <laughs> until I gathered enough makeup where I had my own makeup bag <laughs> and, I, and I would keep it under my pillow. Wow, wow. Um, so yeah, I did that for most of, until I was about eighth, eighth grade when in high school, you know, I was able to wear makeup. Um, after, after high school, um, after wearing makeup a lot, I ended up, now not wearing so much makeup <laughs> but, so um as a ch you know in high school I kind of already knew what I wanted to do um going through high school going to a catholic high school um there was really nothing special about the school where I can actually take up anything I enjoyed but I did go to um Fashion Institute of Technology here in Manhattan, New York, okay. for a little while, not really taking up makeup because they didn't have a makeup um, major. Yeah. Uh, they actually just had like fashion and styling yeah. and um, they actually also had creating your own brands, okay. which I never thought in a million years that I would actually have my own makeup and skincare line. Mm -hmm. um, if I, you know, I wish I would have taken that back then in, mm -hmm. in college. Okay. They really did have a major where, you know, it showed you how to create your own fragrance and makeup line. Yeah. Um, and I never took it. So what I, and I did take, you know, a lot of things. I took something in 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 college where I did I still, you know, I didn't do anything 
with it, I kind of just kind of stood in the makeup field, not really going into fashion. I tried it for a little while, um, but I didn't stick to it. Oh, wow, wow. I mean, the, the, um, the relationship with, your early relationship with um, your stepmom, it's, I mean, taking her stuff, <laughs> and then from your grandma to, uh, we usually call that in this part of the world, we call that acquiring. So you kind of acquire things from your parents <laughs> as a child, and when yeah. it gets to a stage, they start acquiring stuff from you. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, my daughter does. Yeah, my daughter does take my makeup too, and I find it in her in her case. So, <laughs> right. I do find it in her case where what? I'm like looking for something, and she does have it. <laughs> I mean, the, the coolest part is when they can start fitting into your shoes yeah. and your tops, and then yeah, I, the, there is a woman that I know of that says that when our daughter takes her stuff and wears it, it looks even better. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my next uh, question so, uh, could you please tell us about your journey from uh, I don't know makeup like switching careers and finding your way back to makeup how was it like um, so it was pretty so the reason why I didn't stick with um, any fashion styling or fashion merchandising management right. is what I took in college is because I actually became a young mom at the age of 22. Wow. So um, I was, you know, I didn't continue with college back then. Okay. I um, I just, you know, I had my son and by the time he was around two years old, I actually went back um, wow. and I ended up doing it, you know, going back for a f- few years, taking up more in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized that fashion was a lot more about back then it was more about credit um, and not money. Um, So I felt like because I had a young child, I didn't have the time to actually be on set. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, you know, I did, I was more of a self-learned makeup artist back then Mm -hmm. until I actually decided to go to another school, a trade school, and actually do it professionally. So I was... um, I felt like I, I kind of didn't learn exactly a lot of things um, in the school, pretty much just basic, but pretty much the reason why I didn't go back um, to FIT after I finished was um, because I didn't, I felt like it was, I didn't feel like um, I, I enjoyed fashion styling. Um, I tried it. I also tried a little bit of makeup and, you know, music videos. I also Mm -hmm. tried short films um, and I I didn't really enjoy it. It was a lot of waiting around. It was a lot of, you know, budget. Um, You can start off with one budget. Then before you before you know it, your budget has went down. So it was something that I couldn't afford to do. And having a young child, it was pretty difficult. Um, So after, you know, after college, I did take up, I did go to another school and I kind of just stuck with makeup artistry. I took the most basic class and I'm, I'm more of a very, I'm a good learner as far as, you know, watching and being able to redo it. So I didn't take fancy things of makeup artistry in this new trade school. I took the base, the most basic class you can think of and everything else I kind of just learned myself. 
as far as makeup goes, just to have the cer- certification and the license. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where I stood. I stood into um, in weddings and special events. Right. So that's kind of where I stood. That, that brings us to the next question, actually. What, how did you find your passion in professional wedding and special events makeup? Well, I found my passion because I felt like, you know, in the beginning, by that time, social media started to come out around 2008, 2010, and I didn't grow up with the social media in the beginning. So it was hard for me to, once social media came out, I saw a lot of makeup artists. I didn't realize how many makeup artists were really out there. And it was a a lot of artists really had the art where they actually knew how to draw these fancy things on people's faces, these fancy eyeshadows, just (laughs) so different than what I had. I was never an artist where I mean, and I say artist, um, meaning like I knew how to draw fancy, fancy shadows and fancy things on people's faces. So I felt like I wasn't an artist. Um, So for me, that kind of, kind of drew me back and, and it kind of scared me that there was a lot of comp. I didn't realize how much competition, but then that's where I realized I, that's not where I belong. I really belong into the wedding and special events part of makeup artistry. So I was never into, you know, the fancy makeup and the crazy, crazy dramatic looks that was out back then. Um, And I realized that, you know, makeup artistry still was for me, but I found where I belonged. I belonged in, in weddings and special events. And because I knew that I couldn't, wasn't fancy with it, but I knew I was still good at it. Wow. 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 Great stuff. I mean, um, one of the things that um, I, I appreciate about um, your story so far is the fact that there were challenges right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I mean, not growing up with your mom, um, getting to the stage where you were about to get started with the makeup life and then you had a kid, you had to take a break and then get back into it. And then you getting some jobs and then realizing this is not what you want, not just because of your, that stage in your life, I believe, but because of some other um, things that um, also showed that you're not passionate about, like waiting time and some other attitudes that came with that particular niche of makeup. And then all of a sudden you saw that uh, this is something that I'm very passionate about. This is something I love to do more of and then we decided to you know build around that um it goes on to show that no matter what happens at any point in life so far you have the will so far you have the passion you can always get through mm-hmm. right. and that's yeah. a very great lesson for the listeners out there you don't look at challenges or stuff that are yeah, life is throwing at you and then you think that it's over it's never over right. it's only over no. when you drop the mic <laughs> so yeah Well, actually, makeup, even within my makeup journey, it was never my full-time job. Unfortunately, because I had a child, I was also in dentistry. So dentistry was my full-time job. Mm -hmm. But it was never my passion. It just so happened that when um, I was a young girl and I needed a job, the first job I got into was dentistry. So it's pretty much that was my fallback career or a career that was paying the bills and making me money, but it wasn't my passion. 
And that's kind of where I stood. I was my full-time Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday job at some point. And on the days that I wasn't working there, I tried to focus on my makeup and my weddings and trying to book and advertising myself. Back then, in the early 2000s, there weren't social media. It wasn't Mm -hmm. until, you know, later on, 2008. 2010, that's when I started to realize, oh, there's other people out there doing the same thing. So it kind of scared me and and made me think, um, you know, that it was, you know, challenging. Mm-hmm. But then I realized there's, you know, throughout the years, I realized everybody can do anything they want because there's millions of doctors Absolutely. out there and everybody still makes money. That, that takes us to the next question. I mean, I missed all the challenges all the, I mean, realizations and everything. How did you then start uh, All-in-One Beauty? So I started, um, it was used to be All-in-One Diva. (laughs) So that used to be the name. And it was just makeup artistry. Okay. So, um, you know, even when I, about six years ago, when I actually had my second child, I was actually um, fired during maternity leave. So it kind of helped me. It was a good thing. Um, At the first, I didn't believe that it was a good thing. But um, I was working for a position um, where I actually ran the entire practice. I was the manager. I was bookkeeping. I did it all for eight years. Um, I had my daughter. And um, I, you know, was also helping the dentist actually work from home. I would get up had the baby next to me and literally work from home from the moment I woke up till five o'clock in the evening. Um, It just wasn't to a point where he wanted me back um, in the office faster than I can get there because obviously nobody was going to take the baby so young. Mm -hmm. And he actually let me go while I was on maternity leave. So when he let me go, it was, I basically... Turn, decided to take more trainings, add to my business. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I actually added eight services to my business mm-hmm. and my side business became my full-time business. Wow. It was a little bit scary because I went from making 90000 a year mm-hmm. to, you know, barely making money a week because it was all I had. It was, it was more, a lot more than I ever thought that would happen. You know, you go from working nine to five where Mm -hmm. you can close the computer and shut off the phone Mm -hmm. where now you have to work 24 hours a day. Mm. Wow. Wow. I mean, um, as you said, there are situations in life that, I mean, the more you keep talking, the more I keep enjoying this episode because I'm sure that, Way more people are going to enjoy. I mean, to be able to enjoy all. I mean, from your experience, all the facts that a lot of things that look like hardships that are meant to throw us off balance are actually making you stronger, making you realize that okay, this was a really bad situation in my life, and it actually was for the best because yeah, you could have continued at that job and probably even been paid. A higher salary along the way, uh, keep getting better paid. But look at, let's even forget that um, the fact that you're a big deal in the makeup industry, you have um, a training school, you are able to book clients back to back. Let's put that aside. Let's talk about the impact that you are making 
in the makeup industry. Uh, that is a lot. And that is a gift that people will not be able to have access to mm-hmm. where you're not able to quit, right. uh, to get fired from the job. That is well, that is a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Right. So now let's uh, go on to talk about um, back in, in school, you know, there was the fashion school, then there was, you going also to the makeup school and then comparing that experience all through all the um, learning experiences that you had, as far as makeup is concerned, comparing it to what you are giving people now um, as only one beauty. Yeah, so what I'm, so now um, after this happened, um, now I've been in business full-time for about seven years, six, seven years. Um, And I decided to, um, it took a while to, be able to run a business where I didn't, you know, there was a time where I was still going back to dentistry where I actually had to temp and, you know, work for someone else for a day or two during the week Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. to be able to pay the Mm -hmm. rent because it wasn't easy. So there was a time where even though I left dentistry full time, Mm -hmm. I was still going back because that's, you know, what I knew. Mm -hmm. And that's what helped me build this business. Once I started, I didn't give up. Um, and I didn't always start having a location. I actually started, um, when I added these services working behind my living room in my house and also working for different salons in my neighborhood at the same time. So I was a, once I did that and I actually got my first location, um, it was a little scary because you have to pay rent. You have to be at a location. You have to make sure that you have that rent money. Um, so it's more of a very hustling situation mm-hmm. and um, very scary to go into, especially when you're, you know, used to my whole life traveling to people and mm-hmm. actually, you know, going to people myself or um, not having to pay it for a location. Um, so, you know, from there, it's became all in one beauty where mm-hmm. now I have 150 services wow. and, I also have, I decided to start teaching girls because I felt that I actually didn't learn everything that was supposed to be given to me, especially when I started doing eyebrow microblading. I felt, I noticed that the teacher that was teaching me had a different format on her eyebrows. And I was wondering like, wow, that is not microblading. I wonder what it is that she has. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that she actually had another technique on her eyebrows. She knew a technique, another technique, but she never showed us. And it took me to actually learn for myself Mm. that throughout the years as microblading, which is a word that's known for anything to be done on the eyebrows, people really don't know that there's different names, there's different, um, skin types that go for different techniques. People just know the word microblading for the eyes. And there's so many, there's about seven different techniques. And a lot of people that do teach just teach microblading. And I decided to start teaching because I felt like every people who do want to get into this business should actually um, learn everything. And I started to, not only do I teach the service, I teach the techniques and I actually teach my experience and business from bad relationships, bad partnerships. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I teach everything from how to get a website, how to do social media, how to do take the proper pictures. I have no secrets when I teach. And I think um, that's what people love about the school. We are now um, number one, one of the, you know, number ones in Brooklyn and one of the best in New York City. Wow. Um, So we, you know, we do give everybody um, anything that we know, even if we've, if I'm always learning and I'm mm-hmm. always teaching myself. Mm-hmm. So even if I do learn something last month or a new technique this week, and I have a class this week, I'm going to show them, Hey, this is what I just learned. So this is what you should try as well. Wow. Wow. Right. This is, this is awesome. Like, I really love this. I love the fact that you're, you're giving knowledge. You're not hoarding, uh, pieces of information you are you're building lives literally yes thank you for yes. what you do honestly it. because it's so hard to find people like it is super hard all over the world everybody n- like most people not everybody because <laughs> how they are how they adding you everybody like once they know something they just want to be the boss at it they do not want to share yes. the knowledge at all but i feel like you're I, you're learning you're teaching what you're learning and you you're you're it's it doesn't even make you stagnant. It, it helps you build your your own self better. Exactly. And I wish many people would understand that because that's what I do when I teach people uh, um nail art. That is ex- the exact thing I do. And I do not understand why you should hold knowledge because you're you're <laughs> you're shooting yourself in the leg that way. If if only many people could just open their eyes to see that all the possibilities. Yes, that what you're doing you, is you're you're helping the next generation. Building them. Yeah. Exactly. You're, you're they're just gonna ask you why didn't you teach me this mm-hmm. if you're servicing it. Exactly. And that's why you know, I think that we I've seen a lot of different other trainers actually charge more than what I charge and are teaching just one technique. And it's not just eyebrows, you know, Mm -hmm. lashes, you know, whatever we teach, we, we teach up to date and everybody love, you know, loves it. They appreciate it. And I've seen women, you know, really flourish in their business from our class. I actually, you know, started to get women from um, Europe and, you know, in France and, Um, there was another woman coming, you know, flying in from Canada, Whoa. from the Bahamas. So a lot of people are starting to get to know us internationally. That's awesome. Okay, so, uh, so our next question, I uh, would love you to tell us about some of the top projects you've worked on. So some of some one of the best projects that we actually worked to that we recently worked on um this year, um, we actually are what we're doing to give back. Um, we actually have a client who had a daughter. I also have a makeup and skincare line where wow. we have um, pretty much as far as skincare goes, we have natural products. Okay. So we're using if, if our face if our face wash is vitamin C, it has vitamin E, mm. it has hyaluronic acid, and it wow. just has natural products for the face. Nothing, no fragrances, no perfumes. And then we also have lip gloss. Um, we have lipsticks. We have um, brow pencils. We have a very popular tweezer kit um, that even women are using it 
to actually do their wigs as well. It's it's very it has a nice grip. It's very sharp. Um, so people are using it as multi-purpose. It's an amazing kit. We have a lot of products, and um, what we're doing for one person is that we have a client who had a daughter who suddenly got kidney cancer that yeah. turned into lung cancer, mm-hmm. and we. Um, we figured out what the color was of the ribbon of what they represented, which was a like a light orange color, a very pale orange. And what we did was we found a lip gloss that we had and we put her name on it. Her name is Amanda and we named it saving Amanda. Um, We are giving her 20% of every sale that we get for the lip gloss. And we have sold over 50 lip glosses for her. Um, And the first, you know, we we posted on social media um, and we got a really, really good. um, We actually still have it on our website. Mm -hmm. Um, We also are doing something for our classes where we are collecting donations. um, And what we're doing is... Whoever, we also accepting letters and mm-hmm. nominations from anybody who feels that they have a family member that is interested in taking our courses but cannot afford them. So mm-hmm. we are taking donations for whoever is in need and we will, uh, whatever we make up to whether, even if it's half of the class, we mm-hmm. will allow that person to come in and take a class of her choice, his or her choice. Wow. 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 That's awesome. Wow. That's really awesome stuff. I mean, what you're, what you're doing goes beyond um, just teaching, as my wife yes, said. You are yes. empowering people and you are changing lives. And yes, this type of foundations to. is great for the beauty industry because it's not just about making people appear beautiful. It's actually trying to make them even more beautiful from within, yes, putting smiles is. on yeah. their faces, helping them achieve their dreams, helping them achieve their goals. I mean, and I'm sure that, I mean, people who learn from a person with a beautiful art like yours will definitely get affected by that beauty and yes, will definitely, definitely strive to make the world a better place. Especially if yeah. they're natural holders. <laughs> They'll probably yeah. learn from you. Yes. So, uh, what would you regard as uh, your philosophy in makeup? Um, Pretty much, I, you know, I... You know, right now with makeup, I feel like it's enhancements, um, not pretty much covering what you have. So, for instance, even when I sell my makeup and I sell my beauty line, um, I feel that I'm selling products and makeup products to enhance what you already have, not to, you know, very, just, just very enhanced. Like, for instance, my brow pencils that I have, Mm -hmm. they create a very light powder um look for clients they're not and they're not to cover anything they're not to make something um from what is not for instance my services all of my services are pretty much just to wake up with makeup um so it's pretty much when people come to me for eyebrows or microblading or micro shading to enhance because maybe they're missing hair whatever the reason is to get their eyebrows semi-permanently done is Mm-hmm. to enhance what they already have, to enhance their natural beauty. Yeah. And I tell them that all the time, if you're coming here to completely 
reshape or redo something that's not natural, I'm mm-hmm. probably not the artist for you. Cool. I am more of a realistic artist. Wow. So everything is realistic for my services are realistic. Um, my makeup products are to create, re- you know, they're not to cover anything. They're not heavy colors. Um, they're not heavy products. It's pretty or heavy serve different services. Yeah. So when it comes to eyebrows, um, I'm here to enhance what you already have. Right. When it comes to my makeup products, you know, my makeup products are to enhance your natural beauty. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome Great. stuff. Like, I'm so, <laughs> so impressed. I'm so amazed. <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that shows to... Did you ever wake up with makeup? I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that goes to show that, I mean, this is... Absolutely passion. It can't be anything else. Exactly. It can't be anything else. Like wow. spot on passion. So um, thank you. Last uh, question before we ask the I mean the fun question. Um, what advice do you have for upcoming makeup artists? Um, my advice is for anybody, you know, whether they're taking up any class. Yeah. One of the questions that I do get is it popular? Um, you know, what makes more money Mm. and don't get into the field if you don't enjoy it. Don't get into the field um, because you know, or you've heard Mm. that it makes a lot of money. Mm. Um, You have to love it. And just like when I always ask anyone who registers for my classes, what, no matter what service it is, what is it that you, what is your vision for your business? Or what is your, you don't have to start a business to actually have our classes you may have a vision to do a side business or just to do extra money Mm -hmm. but some people call just oh i want to do lashes and i'm like but do you you understand what it takes to do lashes Mm -hmm. um no some people just like oh no i heard that i can make a lot of money but you know that it takes a lot of work Mm -hmm. you know it's very tedious and i end up telling them a little bit about it because maybe that's, and they end up realizing that's not my passion. That's exactly. not what I want to do. And I rather someone know what they're getting themselves into before they sit there and quit. Mm-hmm. I've had someone come in, met few, few women come in and say, Oh my God, I didn't realize how tedious this was, or I didn't realize right. this is hard and it's not hard. Everything is not, e- nothing is easy. It mm-hmm. just requires practice. Um, there was a time where I didn't want to do lash extensions anymore, but you have to find new ways to, for it. It's a passion of mine. So Mm -hmm. I did find a new way for it to interest me. And the reason why I actually created a lash professional line within my line and the lash professional line, I knew what I wanted in lash extension professional boxes. So I knew what I was looking for when I created someone's look. So I decided to, design my own lash boxes and that's what i use now to do my lash looks and i find that i like my i actually like the service a lot more because i'm giving them exactly what i want using the products and how i want it um same thing you know it goes with you know with all the services with makeup um you know with everything you don't get in get in it unless you really love it and have a passion for it um, don't sign up for a class unless you want to and you know what you're getting yourself into. You have to have a passion for what you want to do. Wow, this is so beautiful. Right. I mean, to, to add to that, it's also one of the things I usually talk about with people. It's not just about saying, okay, I, I need to make some money. It's about being in a field or being in a niche where you know you are ready to get to the top. 
um, it's not just I want to be a makeup artist. I want to be the best. It's not just I want to be um, a content creator, a content marketer, a social media manager, uh, an accountant, a professor. Right. Be ready to get all the way to the top. It doesn't come overnight. Exactly. That's what they that's what they have to understand. Yes. Some people call and say, what is the service that, that I, what is the class that I can take that I can start making money right away? Mm. Nothing <laughs> is, it does, that doesn't happen because, mm. you know, when you start developing your own business, mm-hmm. it comes with marketing. Exactly. You have to know how to market mm-hmm. yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. No. Nobody's going to give a hundred percent, but you. Exactly. Exactly. I'm happy you mentioned that about marketing. I mean, it's also one of the things I discuss with the social media clients or the content marketing clients that I get. That's okay. Now that I'm signing you up, are you coming to take over? I'm not, I'm not coming to take over. I'm bringing my expertise. I can't market or I can't talk about your product as great as you would talk about it. You are the pro. I'm good at right. marketing. I understand the techniques. I understand a lot of other things. But when it comes to... um speaking that passion i can never speak as passionately about you when it comes to your thing so i tell them we are doing this together so if there are things you see that you notice that needs correction don't be scared to tell me it's going to make my job great if you notice there are things that we need we need to talk about more of that we're not doing more of please bring it to my attention it's not like i'm coming to take over your social media or i'm coming to take over your whole content strategy no I'm coming to bring my expertise. You are paying me for my expertise, not for me to, um, I mean, try to... to create your passion. To, to, exactly. I mean, right. I'm not. So, I mean, that's really, really great tip there. Yes. <laughs> and uh, before I ask our fun and final question, I would love to know the secret behind this beauty because, oh my goodness, you said, <laughs> you said you've been a, a, a makeup artist for about 20 years and I'm like, what? She looks 21. <laughs> I actually really don't have any secrets. Um, I'm actually going wow. to be 40 in April. Thanks. But no, I really, I really, I just started actually really taking care of my skin now using mm. my own products that I have. Wow. But wow. I actually stopped using, before I came up with my uh, skincare line, mm-hmm. I actually started, stopped buying pharmacy brand skincare products. Okay. And I started to go onto Pinterest and I started to just Google um, mask from natural products, whether okay. it was anything that you, so I've heard a slogan before where it says anything that you can eat mm-hmm. can go onto your skin. Yeah, yeah. And I started to just put fine mask yeah. where it involved eggs whether it was baking soda, sugar, mm-hmm. anything to clear my skin mm-hmm. or make my skin soft mm-hmm. that I already had. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that for about three to four years wow. before I decided to create my own skincare. And now when I do have my own skincare products, I want only natural products mm-hmm. or vitamins mm-hmm. in the products. Right. That's, wow. the, <laughs> that's the secret there. And, and, and you know, that, that, that makes it even work way better because... Yeah. Um, we are we get to be one one with nature. You have your natural ingredients and your natural skin. They understand each other, right? And definitely, most like uh, most definitely, as you can see, 
works wonders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now to our fun and final question. We would love to know five fun facts that people barely know about you. Um, fun facts. <laughs> um, I, that I am a mom. I am a mom of a teenage teenager who's about to graduate high school. Um, wow. I'm actually, you know, I, another, maybe, let me see a fun fact. I'm actually very, you know, I can talk passionate and I'm, I, I tend to be very shy in front of people. Um, but I am, you know, when people do get to know me, um, they find out that I actually have a lot of information, obviously, because I do teach. <laughs> um, but nobody really okay. know, knows too much of that about me. Um, let's see, a, num- a third one. Um, I hate the camera. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I hate um, being on camera. Um, and let's see what else. Um, fun fact about me is that, you know, I'm going, you know, I strive to, you know, create, you know, make this business, um, more to help other people than to make money. Um, so that's one of the, you know, I think people, um, don't realize and probably wouldn't think that about anyone, but Mm -hmm. I really want to help other people and I really want to um you know make you know create bosses so um you know I think that anyone who thinks I'm you know run running this business doesn't think that I'm here you know I I really want to you know create even working with me I think when when people start to apply if I'm looking for a position they, the first thing that I tell them is like, I really want someone who's going to work and start their own business, mm-hmm. but work with me and we can work together and mm-hmm. we can. Um, so I really want to create an entrepreneur, whoever. And I think a lot of when I do have interviews, I think that's what kind of scares people away because they're scared of being their own boss. And I feel like that's why I haven't really found a good team to work with me because I feel like you have to have the ambition and the hustle and to be in this beauty business. So I, that's one of the things that I do want to help people do. I think people, you know, don't realize that when they, you know, when they meet me, I'm always um, trying to influence my friends, oh. influence my family, oh. and show them how to be business women. Wow, awesome. Okay, awesome. so we, so we need one, one more. more to go. <laughs> one more. <laughs> um, let's see, one more. Um, well, I don't. I probably. I mean, I do have a family and a husband, so that's probably one thing that people never see on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with my husband for 20 years um, and I do have two children. Um, So that is one, probably the most, the number one thing that nobody will ever think because it's never shown on social media. It's it's quite unbelievable. Uh, Wow, wow, wow. We can't can't thank you enough for coming on this podcast and sharing so much value. I mean, this has been one of like the most um, insightful because you were, I mean, you did not hold back um, from us. You gave us everything as it were, Um, the hardships, the fact that you're passionate 
about helping other people build a very solid life, become entrepreneurs. Right. I mean, I can I can say that yes, that is no jokes and um, it's hundred percent true because I've heard you speak. I can be a very good judge of character. I know that yes, you were talking so passionately about these things. For you to even say that all the things I went through while going to school, I don't want anybody to ever go through that. I want them to come to one place and find everything yeah. that they need. And you are actually doing that. Right. I mean, that goes yeah. to prove the point. I mean, yes. you're, you're such a very, very valuable it's person. It was, I mean, great, it was a great You're so excited. To have you. <laughs> thank oh, you. Yeah. Care, thank thank you. you so much for gracing our podcast. And so, thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, thank you. We hope next time when we uh, ask you to please join us on the podcast, you wouldn't hesitate. <laughs> yes, thank you. It was a great, right, great right. interview. Yes, great so, meeting you too. <laughs> you too. Thank you guys for listening to the um, Beauty Care Pod. We are very excited and we have, we, we are very sure, not like we hope, we are very sure you have learned a lot. So if you would like to connect with um, Christina, um, the link to our website is there. The link to our social media is yes, there. I'm sure she would find time to you know, chat with you if um, once, once um, there's, she has a free time. And don't forget that um, you can find more information about our school, about our services, and don't forget, <laughs> make sure that your driving force is not about making money. It's about yes. wanting to get to the top, to the peak of your career, just right. like um, Christina has been able to do. And don't let anything stop you. And I mean, there are a lot of things you can pick from this story. No matter the point you are in your life, know that for sure, if Christina has been able to navigate everything that she's been through, you definitely can. I mean, it's not magic. It just takes a lot of hard work, um, perseverance, and deciding that you are never going to quit. Um, definitely challenges are a def- uh, regular part of life, but you just have to find smart ways to always navigate them. And don't forget to always give value back to people. Uh, there is um, an opinion that I have, and I know it's a fairly popular opinion, that the people that make it the most in life are people that have it in their art to make the world a better place. And as you can see, Christina is also making the world a better place. Right. And we hope that we are also doing that by <laughs> hosting this podcast. Yeah. So see you guys next week. Have a very great week. And bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>